And now it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hopalong John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, yearn to wade in a high Sierra or Alaska stream, or just look forward to taking the kids out to one of our local lakes, chase trout, crappie, or bass, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Reel Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Reel Radio, the best stop on your radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. And thank you, Mark Larson and Aloha, Southern California. Hey, listen, if you ever wondered what it was like to be in Hawaii, all you have to do is step out the door and you're there. So you got to thank Rod and Real Radio. We saved you $400 in airfare. Hey, we do want to thank you all for tuning in this evening. I believe we have another really fast-paced, interesting, and fun show lined up for you. Hey, scheduled to be on with us is the owner and operator of the Constitution and Ranger 85, also the managing uh, partner of H&M Landing, Captain Frank Ursetti. He's going to be with us first thing off the bat. Then at 6 o'clock, we're going to have the president of the Freedom Boat Club. The Freedom Boat Club has locations in 87 places throughout the United States. Dave Hasbrook is going to be with us, and uh, if you're a non-boater, you're going to want to hear about the Freedom Boat Club. That's at 6 o'clock. And then later on in that hour from about.com, we're going to have Tom Gatch with us, and Tom Gatch is going to clue us in. If you're traveling down the northern Baja Peninsula on the Pacific side, he's going to tell us about some of the great opportunities to fish there because it's happening right now. Also, Phil Friedman and Captain James Nelson will be with us to keep us informed on what's biting off our Southern California waters. But before we get into all that, it is my pleasure to introduce you all to the co-host of Rod and Reel Radio. She is the national sales manager for Iserline and reps many other fine products in the fishing industry. She's also quite an accomplished fisherman and outdoorsman in her own right, Miss Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's raining over here in Huntington Beach. So we too, need the water. Yeah, so too here, uh, Wendy. Uh, but, uh, you know, what can I tell you? We do need the water, and we're going to find out from a lot of our guests tonight. You know, our listeners might be thinking, well, you know, it's raining out there, and that's really going to affect the, the fishing, and uh, let's don't go out uh, this weekend or something like that. We're going to see just how the rain has affected the fishing, but... Hey, before I do go to our first guest, I also want to remind everyone, Stan Vandenberg is not with us tonight. He's out on the Top Gun 80 out of H&M Landing with Captain Bobby Taft. And even as we're sitting here right now, they're probably fishing. So, Stan, I hope you got into fishing. We look all really forward to uh, hearing about it next weekend. Hey, Wendy, 
Let's get to our first guest because he is the owner and operator of the Constitution and the Ranger 85, also the managing partner of H&M Landing. Hey, it's Captain Frank Ursetti. Captain Frank, welcome to Rod Real Radio, sir. John, Wendy, thanks for having me on tonight. I, uh, I tell you what, you can't say enough about this rain. It's funny, everyone's worried about, uh, I shouldn't say worried, they're talking about the rain, but down here at the landing, it's almost like a, it, it's so, it's, in California, it's so welcome, but it's like a novelty. Everybody doesn't have a problem standing out in it and just experiencing it. I mean, it just seemed like such welcome relief after the last five years, right? Oh, Frank, <laughs> Frank you got to say it. I was talking to some fishermen that were actually out on the lakes, in fact, I, uh, just right before the show, and they were fishing in the rain, and they said, man, it felt great as long as there wasn't any of the, the lightning or anything. In fact, the the droplets coming down the side were so big, some of the fishermen were casting towards them, thinking that uh, that was uh, fish breaking. But you haven't had that uh, that problem out here out our Southern California coast. When a fish when the fish start breaking, you really know it here, haven't you? Uh, I tell you, it's been incredible fishing. It's it's been uh, I mean it 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 truly has been fish of a lifetime experiences for guys of you. I'm sure if anybody's been keeping track, whether it's on Facebook or just watching scores on your favorite site, we're seeing these triple-digit bluefin that anglers are catching uh, on anywhere from three-quarter day to multi-day trips. We had a young angler, 12-year old from Massachusetts, last week on board the Malahini, bagged a 112-pounder. We had a local angler uh, from Chula Vista this last week on board the producer, uh, decked a 120-pound bluefin. I mean, wow. this has been just incredible, incredible fishing. Now, now, Frank, as I understand it, there's kind of two different areas that the boats are going out to. Uh, it seems like uh, we had uh, uh, Captain uh, Bill Wilkerson on last uh, Sunday night, and he's running, I think, six trips a week out in the U.S. waters, one trip on Sunday out to uh, the Coronado Islands. But he was telling me, they're going, you know, just right off our coast, uh, 9 to 12 miles, and they're catching fish there. And then we had uh, uh, Bobby Taft on a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying that there's another great big uh, body of fish that are uh, maybe anywhere. At that time, they were 180 miles out there. And then Captain Chuck Taft was telling me during the middle of the week, he's going to be leaving Monday night and taking his fishermen out maybe about 80 or 90 miles, because he believes there's a great big pool of fish out there. So are there two different regions of fish, or is it is the entire ocean just loaded? You have to slow down, because I was trying to take notes as you were talking. They might get me out there running one of the boats next week, and I think you just gave me more dose than any of these guys get out on the water right now. I think, I think you nailed it. The uh, Some of that bigger grade fish that we've been seeing, um, lately is, is stuck in this huge plume of warm water, and it, it shoved up very near coastal. Um, some of the guys were remarking the other day about how they are sitting there yarding on some of that larger bluefin and yellowfin tuna and still watching cars driving up and down the 5 freeway. Uh, between Point Loma, um, all the way north of, uh, to north of Oceanside, um, there's, there's a good body of that larger bluefin and yellowfin tuna. Now, it sounded like today that fish had uh, that fish might have had lockjaw or probably sore mouth from yesterday. If you look at if you look at all the dock totals and the scores from yesterday, it was excellent, excellent fishing. I think today might have been a little bit off, 
that probably is pressure related because there were an incredible amount of boats out there on top of it yesterday and today being a weekend. Now, the other two areas that you referenced, yep, Bob had a really, really good trip here uh, last week at about 180 miles. Um, that fish is pushing up as well. There were uh, some pretty good scores at the 90 to 110 mile mark as well with, with yellowfin and dorado, and that fish is charging up the line too. So we've got incredible opportunity that just seems to keep on coming. And of course, that's the byproduct of the El Nino that we're experiencing this year. So it's, uh, it's really strap yourself in fishing. And for us here in San Diego, it is just, it's just getting started. It really, really is. Well, you, you know, uh, uh, we had uh, uh, Bill Wilkerson from the Malahini on uh, last week, and he was saying the totals that you're seeing on the dock aren't, aren't really true of, of what's happening he was saying for every 10, 12, 14 hookups he gets, some of those fish are so big that they are only bringing in maybe three or four of them. So there, there seems like there's great opportunity out there, but the fishermen are really being outgunned in a way. It, it, it's true. Um, and I was just talking to, a, to an angler friend of mine today, and we were discussing all the opportunity that that's able that's presenting itself to anglers here in Southern California. And a guy can go out on a some of the half-day boats even and, and have an opportunity to engage with these fish of a lifetime. Um, truly, I'm looking yesterday's scores for the Malahini. They ended up with 30 mixed tunas, or they had, uh, excuse me, 15 elephant tuna and 15 yelltail. Um, just days before, mixed anywhere from, you know, 20, 30, 40 tuna. Um, and that's incredible to do on a three-quarter day trip. Um, the offshore guys obviously are, are, are scoring a little bit better because they have a little bit more time up on them. But Bill's absolutely right. It's not uncommon for the guys to get on top of a school of these 50, 60, 70-plus pound fish, and they're absolute tackle testers. It's not the, the scores are not reflective of the action that's being presented to anglers on the water today. It really, really is. You have to be prepared. We're speaking with Frank uh, Ursetti from uh, H&M Landing. And, and Frank, uh, do you remember a season? You know, we've had some great seasons and, and the recent memory of some of us older people. Do you remember a season, though, that <laughs> the fishing started off like this, especially so, quote, unquote, early in the season? No, and, and um, I've been fortunate to live through the El Nino's of the 80s, the 90s, and, uh, and beyond, and in this one here. Um, no, and one thing that I was talking to someone about Friday um, is anglers were loading gear on the boats, and we were talking about some of that fish that's near coastal. I've never, ever in uh, 35 years fished up and inside so tight where the guys are fishing some of these some of these bigger bluefin. So it's, it's pretty incredible that they're that close, they're that near coastal. It's, I can never remember fishing Bluefin tuna like that, that tight to the beach. So, and and also, I mean, John, what we're seeing right now, we see this fish that 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 came in early there that stuck up close to the beach. What we're seeing, what Bob was referencing, uh, there's a huge, huge biomass, a huge body of yellowfin tuna that's working its way on up. So, this what we're seeing now is truly the tip of the iceberg. We've got a lot, a lot of action coming to take us all the way into the fall. This year, I have to say, 
mean, October is going to be the new August is how <laughs> I feel because we're going to be fishing strong in October and November. Truly, we are. Frank, can you speculate why the bluefin tuna like we're seeing it? Is it because of less seining? Is it because of uh, a cyclical type of thing? Uh, is it because they follow the bait and the bait was here this year? Uh, any any way you can rationalize on why we're getting this bite the way we have? It's really tough to say, John, and I, I would like to think that it has to do a lot with just conditions. Sometimes we tend to overthink things, um, and we have we have water conditions. We have a, a big body of water. If you look at a terrapin chart or a water temp chart, we have a big body of very warm water that's, um, or I should say water that's conducive for the bluefin stuffed in tied to the beach. There's plenty of forage. There's plenty of feed. Um, there's no reason for them to leave. I remember years ago um, fishing um, in... Ventura County to Point Doom, and it just held bait and it held fish right there. Um, and that's what we're seeing with this bluefin tuna. And the yellowfin tuna, obviously, that we see down below is charging on up in that great big, I mean, we have incredible, incredibly warm water that's working its way on up. And I believe we'll have opportunities, just like we had last year. We'll probably see some wahoo. Um in short water, which is uncharacteristic, but again, a byproduct of those warm equatorial waters that are pushing up to these northern latitudes. So it truly is. I mean, it's a sport fisherman's dream. It doesn't happen typically, but once every decade or decade and a half, and it's just, it's incredible. It's an incredible opportunity for anglers. Well, you know, Frank, uh, every fisherman wants a piece of that dream. And talking about H&M Landing, H&M Landing offers the fishermen a variety of types of trips to go on, whether or not they're very limited for time or if they can plan ahead to go on an extended trip so that they can take advantage of this great season that we're having that's 2015. You want to tell us about some of those opportunities, please? John, you're absolutely right, and I appreciate the lead-in. H&M Landing is the largest landing up and down the coast, and we are the most diversified. We offer trips anywhere from half-day to long-range trips. And right now, with this type of condition, anglers, depending, it doesn't matter what kind of time you have. If you're short on time, you want to fish a half- or three-quarter-day trip, you're going to be, you're going to get in on the action. Um, we offer three-quarter-day trips, fishing offshore right now every day, departing at 5.30. We have two half-day trips each and every day at 6.30 and 1 p.m., and then, of course, our evening departures, anything from one-day open party, one-day limited load, day and a half, two, two and a half, H&M has it all. But the one thing I can't stress enough, I cannot stress enough, book early. I'm not saying that to, uh, to try and sell, sell, sell. I'm telling you to book early and book now. Just before you called, I was on the phone again with another friend of mine. We fished together for over 30 years. And he was looking at our schedule for one of my boats in particular, and it looked like we didn't have availability until late into August. And that's very typical. Don't wait, because as this action heats up, guys start seeing pictures of these big bluefin, this yellowfin. I don't care if it's on a three-quarter day boat or coming off of a five-day boat. They see these fish. It's summertime, and it's biting, and it's biting everywhere up and down the coast. Reserve your trip today. Think ahead. It's real hard for those that are waiting till last minute. So... You definitely want to plan ahead. We have one of the easiest websites to book online 
you can you can log on at hmlanding.com, hit the trip calendar, and you can filter down by boat, by trip duration, by date, whatever you want, and it's real easy to find the trip that fits your schedule. So don't delay. That's the biggest thing that I can tell anglers now is don't wait till the last minute. Reserve your trip early. Well, you know, and the, you know, we don't want to discount to those half-day trips, uh, Frank, because a lot of the fishermen, because of budget or time or whatever it is, you know, they 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 just can't make it on a three-quarter or the overnight trip. And the fishing right now, even on the half-day trip, though, they're they're not you know scoring on bluefin and everything like that. Still, great chances of getting yellowtail, and the bottom fishing is as good as it's ever been. John, we had the finest half-day boat on the fleet with the Premier, and Captain Tim Green was just on fire this last week. He had really good sand bass fishing. Uh, just before that started, he had a couple of really good days on the Calico Bass, um, and looks like um, looks like today they ended up fishing offshore. They had a three-quarter day charter, and they got out there and, and uh, got into the pelagics a little bit. But absolutely, there's a great opportunity, a half-day trip, can get you right in the mix, catching that yelltail. We've been fishing up there off La Jolla. It's been incredible fishing it for is. any duration of trip. It really has. Now, Frank, if uh, anyone wants to find out what the schedule is for the boats at H&M Landing, even if they want to look at the fish counts, if they think they can outguess the fish when they're going to be here or there <laughs> or to book, how's the best way to do it? Easiest way, hmlanding.com. That'll land you right there on our homepage. You can navigate anywhere from there. Click, hit that trip calendar or the big green book online button, and it'll take you right to our trip calendar. There you can see all of our offerings on a daily basis from half day all the way up to multi-day trips. You can easily hit the book now button and buy right there, reserve your spot right there, or feel free to call our office, of course, at 619 222 one one four four six one nine two 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 one one four four. We're right, busy, Cap- believe me, and, and everybody's standing by on phone. So if, if you see a trip that you like, you can either book online or give our office a call. All right, Captain Frank Ersetti from H and M Landing, and also owner operator of the Constitution and the Ranger eighty five. Frank, we look forward to seeing you on the water. That's going to be uh, that's going to be it's going to be just continue to be a great season and. We want to thank you for taking some time out because we know you're going in and out, in and out, uh, just as much as you can. So thank you for taking time to be with us this Sunday evening. Absolutely. Anytime, John. Feel free. I'd love to be on the show. Wendy, we hardly got to talk, but it was great to hear your voice for a split second. I appreciate you being on <laughs> yeah, the show. Yeah, great to hear your voice, too. And you know what? You made a comment about booking early. Also, everyone needs to start buying their hooks and terminal tackle and stuff early because the manufacturers are running out. So hit the floor soon. I was going to ask you. I I didn't get a chance to talk to you, but, I mean, I figured you hold a little bit of juice here. I mean, what about those flat falls? They're running low. (laughs) you got to stand in line for those. I know. I figured I'd try and find the pump. All right. Hey, Frank, thanks a lot. Again, we look forward to speaking with you again, and thanks for being with us this Sunday evening. All right. Thank you both. Take care. Hopefully we'll see you both out on the water this summer. All right. Hey, that's Woody Toshahar. I'm Hopalong John Cassidy. You're listening to Rod Real Radio on AM540 or at rodreelradio.com. Stay tuned. Still lots more of Rod and Real Radio to come after these messages. 
You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford. Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main at El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at El Cajon Ford. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter-day, full- and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range Adventures. Call today, HM Landing 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. HM Landing, experienced anglers, first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's HM Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. My Angler H2O. I will scent my lure with pride. And hope my boss doesn't notice the tan. I will outmaneuver drought-exposed sunken boats and outlast the hard-fighting largemouth bass. I will save water at home for better fishing out here and always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. This segment of Ron Real Radio is brought to you by the makers of the original balloon fishing clip system, Balloon Fisher King. Now you can fish the precise bait depth desired with these easy-to-use clips and 100% biodegradable natural latex balloons. All you do is clip, inflate, bait, and fish. Look for Balloon Fisher King clips and balloons at your local tackle dealers or go to balloonfisherking.com for further information. It's a big deal. You know, I've always wanted to be on Rod and Reel Radio Line. <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> that is just absolutely awesome. And Southern California, we do want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. I'm your host, Hopalong John Cassidy. Wendy Toshahar is with us tonight. Stan Vandenberg. He's on a charter with on the Top Gun 80, so I'm sure we're going to hear all about that next weekend. So uh, 
appreciate you all tuning in to listen to us. And now it's time for What the Heck is Phil Thinking? And it's brought to you by Phil Friedman Outdoors. So here's the voice. Without further hesitation, Phil Friedman. Phil, how are you tonight, sir? Hey, John, Wendy, I am great, and I hope all the listeners are doing fantastic, too. So much going on, John. <laughs> it is, it is. You know, there's there's great news. I know, I hope you have good news from us. I believe you you have a you had a blood drive coming on up here, or you have one coming on up. Want to hear about that? And then also we've got some sad news for some of our uh, uh, listeners, too. We do. There, there's a lot of news. You're not uh, kidding around about that. First of all, the talk of the town in terms of sharks is that video, that fantastic video that came out of pro surfer Mick Fanning fighting off a shark attack during competition in South Africa. That is a big, <laughs> big shark, as you will see in that video. And you can, you know, Google that and you'll find that video. Or actually, you can go to pfomedia.com. I just stuck it up there and watched this great white attack this surfer. He survives the attack, but. It's the talk of the town with these white shirts in front of the house here, John. I was especially drawn to that. Um, two, uh, the blood drive over at Plaza Mexico. We just drove into our home studio here from a fabulous day out there. Good news and bad news. The bad news was that the lines were so long, some people had to be turned away. But oh, we collected more blood than they have collected in a long, long while. I would say it was about a 60-40 Speaking Spanish, 60. Speaking English, 40. It was a beautiful mix of folks that all came out there to do something really positive. Huge crowd, big lines. And my great thanks to everybody out there who listens to Rod and Reel Radio and came out for that. So that was uh, really a special day. Tropical Storm Dolores dropping some rain on us here in Surfside. Yesterday was exceptional with the thunder and lightning. Had that tropical feel to it. And then finally, to the, uh, the real sad news, longtime listener, Really a great guy. I knew him from back in the Redondo days in the 70s. But Charlie Mulcahy, he passed away yesterday due to liver cancer. And, John, I know how you how that touched you. It really touched me. I got a phone call from Susie, his wife, today, and asking me to come speak at the services on Saturday. And that took my breath away. It really, really did. Great guy. Loved fishing more than anything. Loved Rod and Reel Radio, and he will be sorely missed. And as I pointed out in a Facebook post yesterday only charlie could get the big guy upstairs to shed some tears in july in southern california uh, he will indeed be missed and I, i've got to tell you he was not only a wonderful supporter of this program but all the programs that are on in the southern california area he was a non-denominational fisherman and he loved fishing and came from that background and I'm going. I'm going to miss his emails and his comments about the show. Uh, so and he Charlie, was a great friend. Oh, he yeah. was a good friend, and he was a great supporter of the fishing industry, and taught his kids how to fish. And you know, the, with the gas station and Charlie Subs. I mean, just a wonderful man and a great community man. So you know, and I, I got a feeling Charlie still tuned into us. What do you think, uh, Phil? Oh, I have no doubt about that, John, for sure. You know that he's tuned in and listening and got a big smile on his face because there's so much good fishing going on. And I know he was instrumental in what went on down there with our blood drive today and the, the literally hundreds of people that showed up down there. It was really great. And you know Charlie's got something to do with that. You know, I remember one time he uh, happened to look at a Facebook post that I put up about us going down to an orphanage. We were taking a bunch of stuff down there. Man, that didn't get by him. He called me and said, get over here. 
I got 24 big, beautiful Charlie sub sandwiches for your volunteers and for anybody else you can share those with. So he was a knowledgeable guy, as Wendy said. He was a great supporter of the fishing, but he had a big old heart, and he was really a fabulous guy. Man, well, you know, I know Charlie's fishing in another pond, but he is probably still interested in hearing about what's happening here in Southern California. And, Phil, I know you got the latest. Well, John, of course he is. Charlie's, you know, and come on, move on to something interesting here. Stop all this nonsense. So we've got to talk tuna, and that's the first thing we'll talk about here in SoCal. And just a few miles off the beach, down toward Oceanside, California, there has been such phenomenal fishing the past several days. It has really been fabulous. It may have dropped off a little bit today, but it's probably due to boat pressure. I was really, really hesitant about that area on Saturday. I was convinced that there would be too much boat pressure and it would shove that bite down. And, man, I could not have been more off track. It bit beautifully, 25 to 45-pound bluefin and yellowfin tuna. The Oceanside 95 was up there near 100. Several other boats shut down in the gray, 2.30 in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. They'd find a nugget, sonar a nugget, shut down on it. The sun would come up in the morning and they'd go bendo. And they were throwing on hundreds of these big, beautiful bluefin and yellowfin tuna. It simply doesn't get much better. And it is so close to home that all the private boater guys have been getting in on it. While that was going on down around Oceanside, south of San Diego, about 80 miles, there's kelp patty, fish, big yellows, 20 to 30-pound stuff, smaller yellowfin tuna. And then up further, up towards San Pedro, let's say, or, you know, about 11 miles from uh, Newport, 18 miles from San Pedro. We got turned on to a spot of bluefin tuna up in that neck of the woods. It is really starting to stretch out. It's incredible because of the amount of fish that we have been seeing for quite some time. But now the light switch has gone on, and it's gone on in so many different areas. And it is such a phenomenal, I hate to say once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but I'm pretty uh, subject to hyperbole, so why not? It's really, really special. It is on the bite. It is biting the heavy string in some cases, 40-pound, 50-pound, slow trolling deans or even mackerel for private boaters has been super effective. You'll see the fish get up and bounce around sometimes, so you get a little bit of that. It's really a remarkable bite. We suck quite a bit of that over the weekend, and I can only surmise that that bite is going to get better tomorrow when the boat pressure comes off, John. I think it's going to be really good. Catalina Island continues to impress. For the most part, it's anywhere from Oh, I want to say 30, 40 yellows per boat, up to 100-plus on the yellowtail. Excellent yellow fishing going on. seems like the island boats may have a slight edge, and I hesitate to say that because a lot of these three-quarter-day boats, yesterday the Enterprise with 100, Pursuit every day with big numbers. They've been doing really, really well. It seems like those island boats, though, wake up to some bigger fish around the backside of the island. And Ray Lagman on the Tornado had a big day going. Uh, last time I heard, he had 75 yellowtail. And he said he actually saw some Dorado boiling around the boat at Catalina Island proper, right there at the island. They were anchored and catching yellows today. So that is pretty doggone incredible. And since we're on the Toronado right now, I do need to mention John and Wendy and everybody. Don Ashley and Pierpoint Landing and Long Beach Marina Sport Fishing gave every single person who showed up today to donate blood to Children's Hospital a free fishing trip on the city of Long Beach out of Long Beach Marina Sport Fishing, and I couldn't be more proud of my friend Don Ashley than what he did in this case. So really great stuff going on, no question about it, and really some outstanding fishing over there. Locally, 
uh, talking to the native son. He was up there around 100 mixed sand and calico bass for the day and around 75 barracuda. Really nice little barracuda snaps and also some good bass fishing on the local scene on some of the trips. One of the folks that came down a couple, really nice couple, uh, Angel Placencia and his wife Sochi, they showed up uh, to donate blood today. They were on the city of Long Beach last night on a twilight trip, and Sochi couldn't wait to show me her beautiful sand bass. And it looked like she had about eight big old nice three- to five-pound sand bass that they caught twilight fishing last night on the city of Long Beach. So that was also pretty darn good. Uh, elsewhere along the coast, John, we're seeing excellent signal up there out of Cisco's and Oxnard on mixed bag fishing. There's yellowtail barracuda. There's been some bigger halibut. There's, of course, the rockfish that continue to bite sheepshead whitefish. Really nice mixed bag fishing. Aloha Spirit, Pacific Islander. All those boys have had some really, really good hits up in that neck of the woods, too. So on a day right now where there's a rain delay in the Angel Games playing the Red Sox <laughs> in July, what else could go on, man? It's just incredible stuff. Well, you know, Phil, while you and I were holding down the shoreline, Wendy had a chance to go out and take a look at what was happening out there. Wendy, what did you find? Well, you know, the, the fish are close to the beach. They are anywhere from 3 to 12 to 14 miles out. And while, while I was out there, I saw the Endeavor options, the Maximus, the Apollo. Um, I saw the Dana Pride. I mean, all the, all the long, a lot of the long range and, you know, half day and three quarter day boats were fishing in the same area. And it was a really big area that, that you got to fish. And it wasn't, it didn't seem very crowded at all. Um, it seemed that everybody, you know, the fish are boat shy. So, so a lot of people turned their engines off and just drifted um, live bait. I, I tried um, I tried the flat falls and the Colt snipers, which were working on my long range trip, but we didn't get any any bites on the jigs. Um, they were all bait fish, and they were in the twenty five to forty pound class, and they were mixed bluefin and yellowfin. Nice. But we did see a Dorado, fifteen pound Dorado, just jumping and doing acrobats right in front of us. Wow! Now. You know, Wendy or, or Phil, how about the yellowtail? I mean, uh, uh, have they uh, gone off to another location? Or right now, is it because where you're fishing, it, it's more uh, uh, yellowfin and bluefin? Yeah, that area is really more the yellowfin, bluefin thing. That big yellowtail, that 20 to 30-plus pound yellow, is about 80 miles from San Diego moving up. Uh, it's kind of around the airplane bank, 483, 500, those people who are familiar with that zone, it's kind of in that neck of the woods, kind of moving up toward the plane. And that has been straight big yellows. And then Catalina, we talked about the uh, amount of yellowtail there. And in the channel, uh, there are still, John, some nice big yellows. Bob Alvarez is a good, dear friend of mine and a private boater. And he said he had all the yellows he could want, smaller 8- to 10-pound stuff there at Catalina. But coming home, picked off a nice 28-pound yellow off of kelp coming home. So that's still around. There's some as far up as the Channel Islands. And uh, Bob Osborne here did a little survey the other day and put a post up on PFO Media, and he said that there was tuna caught at every landing up to, I believe, Newport, and yellowtail caught from the Mexican border all the way up to Cisco's and Oxnard, and a combined total of nearly 3,000 exotics taken in a single day. I believe that was Friday. It's in the post on PFO Media. A really incredible stuff. There's still plenty of yellows around, but... Hard to go uh, catch those yellows when that 30, 40, 50 pound BFT and yellowfin is on the bite. Well, especially you know, if you're... we had, 
Go there on, are Linda. also some yellow tail spot in the area that I that were mixed in. You would you were getting yellow. I, the boat next to us got a nice yellow um, with along with the yellow fin and the blue fin. So it's it's just amazing the fishing that's going on here along our coast. Well, it just seems like now that the red crab has kind of died out a little bit wherever they've gone, you know. Guys, we enjoyed you while you were here. Thank you for being the harbingers of the great fishing. But now that they're gone, the fish are zeroing in more on fin fish, and it looks like for the private boaters and the sport fishers, they're cashing in on it. And, we're, you know, you just think it can't get any better, but I think it's going to get better. <laughs> the water yeah. temperatures were 73.7. Oh, my. Oh, great. Hey, Phil, I know there's all kinds of things to talk about and a lot of things we weren't able to get to, but you really have one of the most complete coverages of what's happening in the Southern California area when it comes to fishing. How can we stay in contact with you and hear what's happening? Or for our our Spanish-speaking friends, how can they get clued in on what's happening? John, thank you so very much. Daily updates, hourly updates, we're all over it here at PFO Media dot com or pfo on facebook we have links there and of course uh, our spanish-speaking friends can go to aventura salade libre on facebook or they can go to www.aventurasaladelibre.com for the very very latest there we have spanish and english coverage spanish and english radio shows and uh, i'll tell you this is a fun season to report on john as wendy said you just never know what's going to happen next and as you just said I have to agree. I think it is going to get better. Hang on. The best is yet to come. All right. Phil Friedman from Phil Friedman Outdoors, the voice himself, Phil. Thank you for being with us. I'll be talking to you during the course of the weekend. If you can, for me, if you get a handle on the uh, services for uh, Charlie Mulvaney, uh, would you please uh, post them or send them along to me because I'd sure like to know about it. I sure will. It'll be Saturday, 11 a.m. in Wilmington, but... I'll put up a post and let everybody know about that. All right. Again, Phil, thanks for being with us. Thanks for taking the time to put together a great report. We'll be talking to you later on. John, Wendy, everybody out there, have a wonderful finish to your Sunday. Good fishing to everybody. Hey, and this is Rod Real Radio on AM540 or RodRealRadio.com. Wendy Toshihara is with me tonight. Still lots more Rod and Reel Radio to come. Coming up next, the California Inshore Report with Captain James Nelson. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovid reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal tackle store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. 
Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. This portion of Rock and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. And Southern California, Wendy and I, we do want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. You know, when we had uh, Captain Frank uh, Orsetti on, we were talking about all this great fishing offshore and you know, within 13 miles or 80 miles or whatever it is uh, of the landings. And then we talked about there is also fantastic fishing well within sight of San Diego, Mission Bay, or our coastline. And we're going to talk about that now. And who better to talk about it with, with than Captain James Nelson, the fish icon himself. Captain James, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Happy Sunday. Hey, it is indeed a great Sunday. Not only are we talking about great fishing, we've got a little weather here, rain coming on down. It's great to see. And Captain James, I guess one of the things we have to talk about, I saw you out yesterday. I saw pictures that you had with bonefish and some great fish that your clients took. I know you had to be out in the rain. Did these conditions change fishing at all for you? Uh, it did. It made, it made the fishing a little tough. Um I don't think the fish quite responded to it the way we would have liked, but, you know, you, you deal with it. Every day is different. All right. And, you know, I was looking at your calendar, and if anyone wants to go fishing with you in July, uh, they better forget about it because it looks like you're you're running the same situation that a lot of the boats that are landing right now, you're getting booked. I am. Yeah, and uh, – it's a nice thing. It's unfortunate, you know, I, I need to say no to folks, but, you know, the folks that I didn't say no to are the ones that called earlier. That's all I can say. It's just really tough. First come, first serve. That uh, is always a, uh, a good proverb to go by. Captain James, right now, tell us about, you know, with this weather changing and this humidity, and it seems like we're getting into the warmer southern uh, uh, summer months, uh, what type of fishing opportunities can we look forward to? to uh, experiencing if uh, if we go out with you? Well, you know, I, I gear towards what my customer wants to do. If they want to fish the bay, there's still plenty of good fishing to be had there. If they want to go uh, offshore or, you know, coastal, I'd say coastal has been really better suited for what we do. Uh, there's, you're not going to miss anything. We were catching yellowtail and barracuda, John. I mean, I mean, you get pro to the kelp bed. I mean, we're right in the Point Loma kelp right there. You know, we were catching catching fish. Boats were driving right past us to go out to the tuna grounds, you know. And good for them because there's tuna out there to be had. <laughs> but we were having fun without, without going very far, just staying right there on the coast. You know, that does bring up an interesting situation. You're fishing at the edge of the kelp. Uh, uh, are some of your, you know, 
the people that are going out on the sports fishers, they're, they're going out however far it is, three, four miles. Maybe they'll they'll see some kelp on a patty, but you're right at there at the home base, right where the kelp lives. Are you changing your tactics at all when it comes to fishing in those locations? Well, we're adapting them to what we're doing. Um, right now, you know, bottom fish is kind of a last resort thing. And there's plenty of, you know, good fishing to be had. There are a lot of, lot of willing ling cod that, uh, people just aren't targeting. So there's definitely that. But as far as when it comes to other fish, the pelagics, the fish that are willing to bite on top, I mean, we're even getting sand bass within 10 feet of the surface. So it's just fun. And we're doing a lot, a lot of fly lining, sardine type, type fishing and, it's just a potpourri. You never know really what you're going to catch. Each cast is a little different. And uh, you can expect yellowtail and barracuda are what we're really after, but you never know what's going to bite. And it's fun because, again, we're catching sand bass, we're catching calicos, we're catching those big barracuda. And we're talking big. I don't know if you saw some of those barracuda as compared to what we did last week. Last week we had I had a, a father and his two sons, they got 57 barracuda, John. I don't think one of them was over 26 inches. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. enough now, to wear you out. Yeah. Now, let, let's fast forward to what we just did this, this weekend, and we only had one barracuda that was right at 28 inches. The rest were all bigger than that. So it's just uh, what a change within one week of what had happened. Just the size of the barracuda that we started catching, it's, it's amazing. Now, you know, a, a lot of... Uh, people that are not familiar with the fishery, they go out to you, you pull up to the edge of the kelp, and they're feeling kind of hesitant because of the fact they know that they can caught there easily and and, and into that kelp, and, and uh, you know, they're saying, I don't, I don't want to fish in direction, but they know they got to be somewhere near that kelp because that's where the fish live. How do you go about uh, setting them up, uh, especially for a lot of the beginners, for fishing in the kelp, Jim? Well, the first thing I tell all my customers is don't worry about losing gear because it's my gear, not yours. <laughs> and I say, you know, I know a guy out of La Mesa that just loves seeing me come in and replace stuff. So <laughs> I think well, some people take that to heart, almost like you put them up to it. But anyway. <laughs> you know, well, Wendy came up with a, 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 a good comment when we were talking with Phil in the last segment. You got to go out and get your gear now because, Wendy, uh, uh, again, trying to find the hooks that you want or the jigs that you want or the flat falls or whatever it is, it, it's getting to be you've got to search around. And, and it sounds like you you went through that looking around for your trip. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think you – I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. Go ahead. No, you know, go ahead, Wendy. I, I, I didn't – go ahead. No, you know, <laughs> you really do have to search around. I mean, I get to go visit all the tackle stores, and it took me – five or six tackle stores until I found the right color Colt sniper that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably the pink one, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Captain Jim, you know, we were getting back to uh, the way you rig up your customers for fishing in the kelp and some of the things you do. And I, I know, and, and that's the great thing of going out with you because of the fact that your operation you can gear it to what your customers want. If they want to bring all their gear and and throw it themselves, they can. Or if they're just here for a short time, they're visiting, uh, they're in a meeting or something like that, they, they didn't bring any gear, they can still give you a call, and it's a turnkey operation, and, and you supply it for them. 
Absolutely. And most of the time what we're doing is we're fly lining uh, the sardines. And, you know, if you lose anything, you snag up anything, what you lose is a hook. You know, so it's not that big of a deal uh, for folks that want to get a little more adventurous and actually fish artificial lures. Between a lot of the different companies now that we use for kelp heads, uh, you know, look at what the stuff that I use, a lot of the Phoenix and even some of the baits, you know, look at the design of some of the baits, like those tenacious baits you've got now, and even some of the traditional ones with the right lead heads. I mean, you could fish right in the kelp. We put on uh, single hooks on our spoons. So if I'm throwing a, a P-line spoon or a, uh, a mega bait or a, even my Lucky Craft lures, my hard baits, I'll put on a single hook or I'll take off that middle treble hook altogether. And uh, you could do a lot of different things. There's a lot of things you could do to, to make your uh, baits a little more kelp-friendly and just fish along those edges where you can get right to where the fish are. Yeah, but, you know, uh, Jim, if uh, uh, a fisherman uh, that is especially a novice, you know, they see the bait comes with the treble hook and you put on a single hook known as a sidewash hook, they go, well, I probably don't stand as good a chance of catching the fish because it's only a... Uh, a, a single hook is opposed to a treble that has three barbs. Uh, uh, what do you say to that? I, I tell them, get bit and let's see what happens. Because <laughs> 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 really, that, that's the, that's what you got to do first. You got to get bit. If you don't get bit, then you can't you can't tell if it's uh, if the hook's going to hook them or not. And for the most part, I find that you hook a lot more fish, especially on those mega bait spoons. I seem to hook a lot more, seem to get a lot more to the boat on the single hook than we do on the treble hook. Right, and we do uh, also, we try and practice catch and release as much as we can. And when you catch a fish on that sidewash hook, it's, you do a lot less damage, and it's usually a lot uh, easier to release it if you desire to do that. Absolutely. You know, and you can go to your local tackle stores and ask them for a sidewash hook, and, and it's really easy to replace that treble hook. And, and in most cases, that sidewash hook is going to be a lot better quality than the hook that you're replacing on, on a lot of the baits that you find. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, again, it's just one more reason to to switch it out anyway, just get a lot, lot better hook, a lot better hook sets, uh, just catch more fish and have fun. You know, you don't have to worry about uh, digging it out of the kelp all day long. Or in my case, I don't have to worry about digging it out of the kelp all day long. All right. <laughs> now, uh, Captain James, does it make any difference whether you're using a bait caster or, or a spinning reel? Because a lot of people, they don't necessarily feel comfortable using a bait caster when going on out there. You know, the fish don't care. And what I, again, that's my whole thing. Is I, and, and I've said this before, and I think some people uh, may or may not have gotten it, but I really don't consider myself part of the fishing industry. I consider myself part of the tourism industry, and that's who I'm taking out most of the time is tourists. They're in town. They're on vacation. They're not here to work. You know, there's no reason why they should have to work for the fish. So if it makes them more comfortable to throw a spinning rod, then I give them a spinning rod. And I get a lot of folks from the East Coast. For whatever reason, it seems to be a West Coast thing where – Spinning rods on salt water just does not equate where on the East Coast, that's exactly what they throw. I mean, you see those guys on the big tuna uh, tournaments, you know, and they're even catching tarpon and marlin. They're catching all kinds of fish on spinning gear. Here, you show up on a cattle boat with a spinning rod, and the guys look at you funny. You know, they you get dirty looks. You start getting stink eye, and it's, and it's just wrong because – 
there's a lot of good fish to be caught on a spinning rod, and if it becomes uh, a matter of my customer having a good time, relaxing, and just having fun, or working at it, or worried that he's going to backlash my reel, you know, it's a no-brainer. I'd much rather have him comfortable, just get put a spinning rod in his hand. We, there's some really good stuff out there. I use those big Boca 80s. Those things are awesome reels. You know, Wendy also, uh, 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 being the sales manager for Iserline, Iserline has a variety of products, but they they do make uh, some products that are better for spinning gear than other products. And you you want to tell us about that? Sure. We have uh, three different kinds of monofilament, uh, or three different brands, and we have First String, Platinum, and Triple X. And for the spinning reel guys, we made Triple X for the guys who kept complaining about memory. So it's a softer line, it casts further, um, and your bait swims better. Uh, but when you have a softer line, you're going to have to give and take a little because with a softer line, you don't have the abrasion resistance as a harder line. Yeah, but with either line, too, one of the things you don't suffer is you still have the pull strength of the line because it's still a tremendously uh, strong line in comparison to a lot of the other lines on the market. Oh, yeah, and, and the triple X is actually stronger by one pound on a straight break. Wow. So, well, Captain James. And if I may interject with that, John, because yeah. I use a lot of Iserline, what I do is I use on my big spinning rods, I found that I actually like using the braid and then just top-shotting a good six, seven feet of, of mono. And that, that's amazing how, how well braid, especially that Iser braid, how good that is on the spinning reel. And you don't and get just nearly as much memory twist. What's right. that? You don't memory. Wendy, you're breaking up one more time. Oh, I said, yeah, and it cuts through the kelp better, too, when he's fishing the kelp line. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and then also, because of the smaller diameter of the braid as opposed to the uh, monofilament, you get more capacity on the line. So if you do get that big fish on, you stand a better chance of bringing it in and not having it spool you. Absolutely. That, that's another good plus. Well, Jim, I know that you uh, uh, are are pretty well booked up for July, and, and that is a shame because that means that we're not going to get a chance to go fishing this July. So I better get in and make my request for August. If myself or any of the other listeners out there want to get a hold of you, find out what's happening, look at your schedule, book you, uh, talk to you about what kind of a trip uh Maybe they have someone with special needs or they want to bring some kids, which I know you particularly, uh, 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 you know, really that, that's your, uh, your real forte is fishing with families. How's the best way to go about doing it? Well, they could reach me uh, online, thefishicon.com, or, of course, they could always give me a call. It's 619-395-0799. Right, and... Jim, I you know I just look forward to uh, having a great trip. Right now, does it seem like uh, more and more in the next uh, coming weeks of your customers uh, are they wanting to venture outside of the bay and see if they can take a crack at those pelagics that are going by? Well, you know, every time somebody mentions the T word, you know the the ears peck pep up, you know, like a puppy dog looking for a bacon treat. And so <laughs> I don't blame anybody, you know. Tuna is a pretty glamorous fish to get out there and try to catch, and right now is a good time. So, yeah, we go for it. And, you know, we've gotten a couple. It's uh, nothing that's that's been uh, jumping to get into my boat yet, but we're working at it. Uh, and in the meantime, there's plenty of yellowtail and barracuda and everything else out there. 
All right, Captain James Nelson, the fish icon. Jim, I know you've had a busy week. We want to thank you very much for taking some of your Sunday to be with us. I know we'll be talking to you during the course of the week and look forward to hearing your report next Sunday night on Rod and Reel Radio. Always a pleasure, guys. Can't wait till next Sunday to see what uh, we did this week that's coming ahead. All right. <laughs> Captain James, thanks a lot. Uh, we appreciate your report. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the first hour of Rod and Reel Radio. But don't despair. There's still plenty of Rod and Reel Radio left coming on up in the second hour. We've got Dan Hasbrook. He is president of the Freedom Boat Club. He's going to talk to us on how a non-boater can go out and experience some of this great fishing we've been talking about. And then later on in the show, Tom Gatch will be with us from About.com. He'll be talking about some of the fishing opportunities we can experience going up and down the northern coast of the Baja Peninsula. So stay tuned. we got a break right now. More Rod and Reel Radio to come. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main at El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast, serving the angling community since 1935. H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. My Angler H2O. I will never use that fakey fluorescent pink bait or drag my hula popper through the mud. I will outmaneuver drought-exposed... The waterways remind you to wear it, California. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with a brand-new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters. The PTA design has the new PTXA frame. Lighter, stronger, bone-crushing drag. Quantum Fishing. We are performance-tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. Hi, this is BSS record holder Dean Rojas. El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. 
and Southern California, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Real Radio. Hey, we still have a great hour of Rod and Real Radio left. Before we get to it, though, just a couple of announcements. I uh, want to let you know that the Elko and Ford Day Series, there you have changed their August date to July 25th. It's going to be at Lake El Capitan. It's a great day series to fish down here in Southern California. For more information, get a hold of Jim Slythe, or you can pick up a entry form at any one of the tackle stores here in San Diego, and you can fax your entry to them, or you can sign up the day at the tournament on the lake. But just want to remind you, the August 1st date has been changed to July 25th. And then coming on up this August uh, 10th and 11th, it's the big Alcone Ford San Diego team open, the 17th anniversary of that event. It's a team tournament. You fish two days on two different lakes. $6,000 is guaranteed for the first place prize, plus $1,000 for the largest bass of the tournament, $1,000 for the heaviest fish of the tournament. A lot of information there. You can go to sdteams.com. You can get an entry form or, again, Go to any of your tackle stores throughout Southern California, and you can pick up a form there. And then also Catherine Miller and the San Diego Sports Fishing Council, they'd like us to remind you that the 13th annual Young Anglers Tournament is going to be taking place August 8th. It'll be on the Shelter Island Pier. There's no pre-reservations or anything like that that you need. Just turn up at the Shelter Island Pier on August 8th. Sign-ups begin at 730 8.30, the fishing begins. You fish till about 12, 12.30. There's categories for all the different age uh, groups. There's fishing tackle if you don't have your own fishing tackle. A lot of free food, a lot of prizes, a lot of fun. That's the Young Anglers Tournament. It is the 13th annual event, August the 8th, at the Shelter Island Launch Ramp. And, again, we want to remind you that the Make-A-Wish Tuna Challenge is coming on up. and There's some dates you need to know about. The early bird deadline for a lower fee is July the 13th, and then the captain's meeting will be August 25th. The tuna challenge will start actually on August the 29th, and the award ceremony will be at the Silvergate Yacht Club on August the 30th. So make sure you get in there. You can go to tunachallenge.org, and you can download not only a private boat enter, uh, entry, but a charter boat entry, or get the tournament rules there. So make a wish it's coming on up. Hey, that's the end of the tournament uh, and some of the special announcements for now. Let me introduce to you my next guest. He is here with me at the Palatial Anglers Arsenal Studios in La Mesa. He is president of the Freedom Boat Club of San Diego. The Freedom Boat Club has 87 locations throughout the United States, and this is an organization, if you are a non-boater, you should be interested in. Let me introduce to you Mr. Dan Hasbrook. Dan, welcome to Ron Real Radio. Thanks, John. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. You know, I've seen some of the advertising that you've had on uh, some of the uh, Internet sites and uh, social media, and it really intrigued me because this is a nationwide organization that is actually appealing to non-boaters, and it gives non-boaters a chance to get out of the water like any of our boater friends, but without the hassles of membership. Tell us a little bit about the organization, will you? Well, Freedom Boat Club actually started in 1989 down in uh, Venice, Florida, uh, where I actually grew up. I was born and raised down there. And um, uh, they slowly grew over the years. Over the last 26 years, uh, we've added uh, the, the last recent two locations are San Diego and Huntington Beach. 
Uh, and basically the whole idea here is to take all the hassles out of boating. Uh, myself and like a lot of your listeners, uh, they, they've been boating their whole lives probably, and they've had boats, and they know the, the trials and tribulations of being a boat owner and going through some of the pain. So Freedom Boat Club came along and said, you know, we're going to take care of that for you. Show up, take the boat out, enjoy it, and uh, we'll take care of the rest. Now, for the locations throughout the country, is it all saltwater locations, or is it mixed of fresh and saltwater? We definitely have some lakes. Uh, we're on the Great Lakes, um, Ohio, Chicago, Lake of the Ozarks, Tennessee. There's some lakes in North Carolina, Texas. So freshwater is a big part of our club. You know, I've got to tell you, I really didn't even know that you existed up to a couple of months ago, and then I started have, having customers come in. And I have one customer in particular who comes in with a son, and his son is actually fishing competitively in a youth league. And he goes, you know, I, I don't have the opportunity to take care of a boat anymore. I'm, I'm working all the time. I don't have space to put it in. I found this organization called the Freedom Boat Club. Man, I joined up, and I can't believe how hassle-free it is because I don't have to trailer my boat to the water. I don't have to clean it up. I don't have to worry about insurance. It, it just seems like it's a perfect situation for a person that doesn't have the time to be able to spend or the or actually the property to be able to store a boat. Tell us a little bit about the organization here in San Diego. Well, we, uh, we're down at Dana Landing. We opened up uh, last August, so we're getting ready to se- celebrate our first year uh, here in San Diego. Really excited about that. Um, we started out with three boats, a couple of 23-foot pro lines uh, and a nice 22-foot deck boat for some recreation. We've now got seven boats. We just took uh, acquired two more boats this weekend, actually. And by November, we're going to have a le- uh, excuse me, 10 boats. Um, basically, here what we do is we take care of, like you said, the maintenance, cleaning, dock fees, all the insurance. Everything's covered. Uh, the members pay monthly dues, and, and uh, they take the boats out really whenever they want. Um, and as far as the fishermen are concerned, everything's on the boat ready for them. Uh, they go out, and really all they, wor- all they worry about is really showing up and bringing their gear and, and catching the fish. Now, I understand there's different uh, levels of membership. In other words, you can join as a member, but you can also have a group of people join so that they can share in the benefits of having the boat also. That's correct. Uh, we got full membership for maybe a family um, of uh a husband and wife, maybe some kids, or just an individual. And then we've got uh, fishing buddy plans where two gentlemen to get together or two couples can get together and split a membership. We also have a, we call it a corporate plan, but it's up to four people. So I've got a couple of those where four gentlemen who would maybe considering buying their own boat in a boat share situation, this is a way better deal because instead of having to deal with the maintenance on a boat share and chasing that down, you have multiple boats, you're sharing a membership, your cost is extremely less than uh, uh, actually purchasing that boat share. Not only that, you don't have to worry about slip fees or, or anything else None like that in the maintenance. So, tell us about the boats because you, you've got, I think, a, a, you said a platform boat. Is, we, is it like a pontoon boat? Right. So you can actually, if you just want to go out and, and sail in, in Mission Bay, you can do that. But then you also have boats where you can go offshore. But if you want to just go fishing in the bay, you've got a boat suited for almost, it sounds like, every need that uh, uh, you may want. That's really the idea here. Where you buy your own boat, you're really kind of stuck with what that boat's for. Here in the boat club, 
You go pontooning one day. We actually have a slide on our pontoon. Kids love that. We've got the fishing boats with the fish finders and the GPS and the bait tanks. But then I've got an inshore fishing boat or a we call it a near shore. It's just a smaller center console. And then a deck boat, a couple of deck boats with wakeboard towers. So lots of different varieties on the boats and, and really great for the, the, the gentleman who wants to fish or lady who wants to fish. But, you know, really wants to do something else and get the kids out and do some recreating. You know, Wendy, I think that's really a pretty good idea. Uh, uh, if you live in an apartment and you are a, a fishing enthusiast, to have the opportunity to, you know, have your own boat waiting for you on the water so you can take your friends out or clients or whatever it is, seems like a really good opportunity. Okay. Well, doesn't sound like Wendy's there, so we'll uh, we'll go on. <laughs> you know, I. You know, can you I hear like, me, John? Yeah, I can hear you. There you are, Wendy. I'm sorry. Uh, about yeah, that. no, I I had asked a question on um, if somebody wanted to become a member, do they need ex- boating experience, or is there a class they can take for those people who don't know how to run a boat, handle a boat? Uh, actually, Wendy, uh, thanks for that question. Um, basically, all the training is included. So as a member, your, your training is unlimited. We do initial training or an inshore training, uh, basically an orientation of the boats and the club. And then we'll do an advanced offshore training. Uh, we base it on a boater's experience. You know, if they've been boating a long time, we'll, we'll put it together. Um, so, And if they need more training, we'll do more. So, no, you don't need any experience coming in. We take care of everything. Yep. That's great. That sounds like a pretty good deal, too. They don't uh, provide the gear or refreshments or anything else like that. You bring that, but they give you the opportunity. Now, the, the boats that you, you offer, if, uh, you know, right now we've got a tremendous bite on pelagics that are outside the bay, and I know probably working over there, you've probably been eating your heart out because as a fisherman, you hear the stories of everyone going on out, and I'm sure some of your clients have had some success. Tell us a little bit about what you offer that can fill that gap for a fisherman. Uh, the, uh, first things first would be spending more money on your gear than the boat. That'll that'll help a lot. Um, the hassle of, again, not dealing with that, showing up with your gear and just focusing on your fishing. Uh, my guys are really happy. They're coming back every day with bluefin, uh, yellowtail, and um, a lot of bottom fish um, so they're having a lot of fun with that okay with the with the membership that you have now and uh, uh, the the big demand to be on out there I mean they just for the most part can't call you up on Friday and say hey we want to go out Saturday night uh, or Saturday afternoon or whatever it is that's got to be something that maybe you have to you know book a little bit ahead like even going out on the sports fishers right now yeah it's a challenge with the boat club and the nice part about it it's been around for 26 years so we've got great concepts to to battle that and one of them is is we run a 10 to 1 ratio every 10 memberships sold we buy a new boat added to the fleet so you're never dealing with 100 people fighting for one boat um the other thing we do is every membership comes with rolling reservations so you can put your reservations out there and, and um and get the days that you want. But we also use something called same-day usage. Now, any day you want to call us, last minute, if a boat's in the water uh, because of a cancellation or just wasn't being used, it's your boat. You take it, you do what you want with it. Right. What about when you bring the boat back? What about when you bring the boat back um, as far as 
cleaning the boat, as far as, you know, somebody went and took one of the boats and went fishing and, you know, you had bloody decks and they rinsed it off. But do they have to come back and, and physically clean the boat or, or can they hire somebody to do it or is that included? Yeah, absolutely. Don't They don't have to clean the boat. We take care of everything. We definitely get some bloody decks, especially now this time of year. Um, we've got some great washdown systems, but we definitely understand when the boats get back, they're dirty, and we take care of it. So we're there to clean the boat and your gear. When you get off the boat, we don't want you to take home salty gear, especially with people living in apartments and condos. So we uh, clean everything for you, load the car, help you fillet the fish, really all-inclusive. Wow. How about the mechanical and maintenance aspect of the boats? We take care of everything. We've got scheduled maintenance. We've got great mechanics that get the boats out. We book them well in advance, so they're they're pulled out. I try to do it, um, you know, on a weekday or something where it's a little less busy. Uh, and the nice part with our boats is we typically only keep them about three to five years, and then we're going to bring a new boat into the fleet. And then if by any chance there is a problem down there where someone does break down or everything else like that, you still have uh, that contingency covered. Oh, absolutely. We have uh, CTO and vessel assist packages on the boat, so um, definitely can come get you. And the- We're going to keep Dan back uh, for another segment, a few other questions that Wendy and I want to ask him, especially with this great bite that we have out here, because I know a lot of our listeners are in the same boat. They don't have a boat to go out in to bring their friends out. Maybe they don't want to take their buddy. They don't want to go out maybe on one of the sports fishers right now with uh, – uh, maybe 70 different strangers or whatever it is that that is going out one time. So it sounds like a great opportunity to go fishing. But before we do that, hey, let's take a break right now. This is Rod and Real Radio on AM 540 or at com. There's still, still more Rod and Real Radio to come after these messages. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fish at Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419 
Or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. Captain Chris Randall from Chief Sports Fishing and... What's happening on the, the Chief now that it's time to go on the Chief. For those who are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open ranging one to five days. We're also available. The Chiefs on board included a fully remote galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bay capacity, we have twin six ton spray ride fish holds to keep your catch fresh, and our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook and at our webpage at chiefsportfishing.com. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy lines, pro products, gamakamakatsu hooks, Lumis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovid reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western plastics, hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. Hi, my name is Dennis Green, and I always love to talk about fishing. When I want the real information, I go to Rod and Real Radio. Those guys are who I thought they were. Southern California, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Woody Toshahar is with me tonight. Stands on a charter, fishing on the Top Gun 80. And we have with us, he has Dan Hasbrook. He is president of the San Diego chapter of the Freedom Boat Club. Dan, we're talking a little bit about... Uh, Membership has its privileges. Freedom Boat Club has 87 locations throughout the uh, the city, and uh, uh, being a membership of the Freedom Boat Club does have its uh, uh, its privileges. Yes, it does. Uh, the, the locations are great because you can actually. Uh, Go and use what we call reciprocal privileges. Every member, regardless of their location, can use a boat at another another location. Uh, if you're a member of San Diego, you can drive up to Huntington and use one of their boats uh, up to four times a year. 
Um, you can also do that at every location throughout the country. So fish in Isla Barada in the Keys, drive a boat around New York City, go downtown Chicago. Um, as a member of any of the clubs, you're welcome to do that. So, you know, even if you, uh, you know, don't want to go fishing, as you say, you can take the boat out and you can be a tourist in any one of the towns. And I guess when they join up, they get a complete rundown of all the locations where Freedom Boat Club is available and how to get a hold of those people and 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 what kind of boats that they have for whatever they want to do. Yeah, we actually got two great resources for that. We actually have the website, freedomboatclub.com, that anybody can go visit with a great interactive map. Every uh, location has its own uh, description and boats that they have there. And then for members, there is an interactive reservation system, and they are able to go on and uh, see the types of boats that different uh, clubs have and actually make the reservation themselves. Yeah, you, you told me one of the advantages you have that you can even fly down to the Florida Keys and you want to go flats fishing down there, Freedom Boat Club can offer you a boat to go down there. That's right. Uh, I really enjoy uh, That's my where I grew up, like I said. Uh, so go down to Isla Mirada and jumping on a boat and uh, maybe doing some tarpon fishing would be a, a great perk as a member. You know, And then, obviously, as we said before, the boats are kind of suited to the types of fishing that you have in that area. You're just not in uh, some type of an aluminum rental boat with uh, you know a nine horsepower on it uh, uh, and uh, uh, you know not finding uh, what would be maybe a typical rental type boat on uh, you know in, on a lake or something. Well, absolutely. I mean that's what we strive for here is to be above and beyond the rental companies and and what the each franchise owner does is they'll buy the boats appropriate for their location like you said a nice flats boat maybe in shore florida or a, a nice offshore boat in boston and regardless of that they'll have you know center consoles if that's what people want or everybody's on, on a walk around or something like that now here on the west coast you not only have the san diego facility there's another facility that you can choose from that's right huntington beach up in huntington harbor uh, literally open probably two weeks ago, and we're really excited for them. Uh, the gentleman that owns that location is a, is a good friend of mine back from high school, and he moved out here recently. Uh, he's got three boats right now. Uh, he just signed up, I believe, uh, the 14th or 15th member, and they're looking to get a lot more members. And just like us, they'll be buying more boats every 10 memberships uh, and adding to the fleet. Now, when you go out, you know, as they say, uh, you have to worry about insurance. What do you do about that? Uh, as far as the insurance code, it's all covered. Uh, it's a great part about the boat club. We have a great insurance package. Uh, every member uh, has a, basically a $2,500 deductible and with a million dollars of liability on them. So if anything really happens, if there's a boat accident or, or, or something really catastrophic, we, we step in and cover for them. Now, tell us uh, about some of your boats on that you consider the higher end, like if you've got fishermen that want to go out and chase the tuna right now. Uh, what kind of boats do you offer, and how many people can go aboard uh, any one of these boats? Well, both uh, offshore boats that I would consider to, for that would be both of our pro lines. we got uh, two 23-foot pro lines. Uh, one's a walk-around with a little cutty on it. The other one is a center console. Both have 250 Suzuki's, uh, Lawrence, uh, HDS-5s, VHF radios, everything ready to go. Um, the range on those with 120 gallons is easily an all-day trip, no problem, especially down to the islands and back. You're not burning that much. So it, when someone does uh, take a boat out, is it just a one-day thing? Can they set up for maybe an overnight or a two-day or whatever it is 
And can they go into Mexican waters? They can absolutely go into Mexican waters. Uh, of course, the people on board need to have the, uh, the the visa and their Mexican fishing license. But as far as our insurance is concerned, the boats are fine to go down there. Um, as far as the overnights are concerned, our insurance does restrict any nighttime usage. So we're uh, sunrise to sunset, but you can take a boat for multiple days as long as that boat's maybe moored in Catalina or you've taken it to a dock in another marina. So if you wanted to take a trip uh, out of San Diego and, and head up to maybe Dana Point, you could absolutely do that. Wow. So y- your membership doesn't fluctuate in the price of it with how many times uh, you go on out. You pay uh, one uh, monthly fee and then a month and or one basic fee and it's a monthly fee and then uh, you get the the, avail- the availability of the boats. Whenever it is, you're available to go on them. That's correct. Basically, every uh, club works with a one-time entry fee uh, and monthly dues that are flat dues. You never are charged for usage of the boat. It's a lot like a gym membership for boating where you're just going to use our equipment and you're going to pay us monthly. And and our monthly dues are uh, less than a slip rental. So you can have an empty slip or you can have a fleet of boats. To choose from. Yes. And if you want to go out. And party, you can, or if you want to go on a long-range boat, like you've got relatives coming into town, you don't think that they can stand the open ocean, you can go out in Mission Bay and just have yourself a great time. That's right. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Now, also, now, there are other advantages to membership, and, and you mentioned some things like dock parties and things like this. Yeah, we try to get the club together, uh, the members, in, in a social setting. We have a, a once-a-month a dock party down uh, at our office at Dana Landing. Those guys are great down there. They really help us out. Um, we have one of our members is a, 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 has a catering company. Another member is part of a band. Um, so we get all these people together. We I cater it for everybody, and um, they get to meet each other and discuss fishing stories, talk about different things. And what I really like is that the members actually end up getting together and start fishing together. So you get new fishing buddies out of it. Wow. that That's kind of great. And, you know, uh, and I guess that's that's the big thing is the fact that uh, do you put maybe uh, uh, different members together or anything like that? Because there's a lot of people out there that they don't have a fishing partner. They don't have enough fishing partners. Do you help bring uh, members together and maybe they can go out together and start fishing? Absolutely. Uh, we hosted a fishing seminar with a friend of ours uh Captain Rob with SoCal Reels, and, and that alone started getting some members talking to each other. Uh, the dock parties do that as well. And I've got a sign-up sheet in the office that a couple of people will sign up for, and um, everybody's pretty comfortable with calling each other. And, you know, you're going to go out fishing, and you're looking for a buddy, just give a member a call, and pretty sure they'll go with you. Well, obviously, this isn't something that, uh, you know, I'd want to do sight on scene. I want to see what the operation's like. I want to see what the boats are like. Uh, how do we get the process going? Well, the best thing to do would be to, uh, to call us on uh, 888-781-7363 um, and uh, ask for Rob. He's my membership executive, uh, or you can email him at rob at freedomboatclub.com. Uh, really, the best thing to do is as soon as you get a hold of him uh, is request a personal tour. Um, he'll schedule a time. He'll schedule a boat. He'll try to take you out. Um, you can even request, hey, listen, I'm really interested in the fishing boats or I want to see the whole fleet. Um, we're actually having our uh, July dock party, July 25th, this Saturday at 4 p.m. So if any listeners are out there, they want to stop by. We've got some food. We'll show them the boats, show them what the club's all about. And the best part is, is you can meet the members and uh, take their word for it, not mine. So uh, not only do you have the boats, you have the dock space. Now you're over. You know, where are you located? 
Dana Landing Marina, uh, uh, right there next to uh, Fast Lane and the market. Uh, the guys have been great. It's uh, right on Ingram Street across from SeaWorld. Uh, and for those of the people out there that are interested in San Diego Bay, we are going to try to open up a new location uh, within the next six months to a year, and we're just going to keep expanding. Right now we say new location. Can't, can't divulge where that is or uh, I'm just, San Diego I'm, Bay? Uh, it's going to be in San Diego Bay. I'm still working on uh, a good relationship with the next marina. Boy, that would be great. The boats, do they have uh, bait tanks on them? They do have bait tanks. i got a nice blue water system on the center console. Uh, and as uh, new fishing boats come in, we will be outfitting them. Okay. And obviously none of these boats are trailerable. They, they're docked there at Dana Landing. So, unfortunately, you can't take it and, and throw it into San Diego Bay or, or anything like that. No, they're, yeah, they're definitely uh, they're in the water. They're ready to go. Uh, no trailer uh, avail- availability, but uh, certainly able to take a boat into San Diego Bay and like I said, that won't be uh, a challenge for much longer as we open up the next location. Wow. You know, it sounds kind of exciting, and I know you're excited about it. How how'd you get involved with this? Well, uh, i got to thank my wife for that. Uh, she was uh, pushing for something on her own here. And we knew about the Bloat Club when we were uh, younger back from Florida. And uh, I flew helicopters for about nine years, and I was getting over that uh, travel. So came across the Boat Club, called them up. They wanted to open up San Diego just about as much as uh, bad as we did. So uh, here we are. So it gave you a chance to come down here to San Diego. That's right. Yeah. I'm really uh, I'm really interested in the fact that one of the privileges of membership of, is going out to any other part of the country where there is a boat club. Can you name uh, for us some of the other locations? Uh, prob- one of my favorite one would be uh, North Carolina, Lake Norman. Uh, great spot, really, really comfortable, kind of in the uh, foothills of the Appalachians. Uh, to me, another great spot would be Boston. You know, you're downtown Boston. Um, really, all of them are fantastic. What I like about it is these are typical towns that people vacation in. So now you're in town for vacation for maybe a week. Maybe you're in New York. Now, all of a sudden, you can jump on a boat for nothing. You're paying absolutely nothing except for the fuel cost, and you're doing your own tour around New York. That's what's really great about the club. Right. And and what do you believe to be the largest boat club that is in the system? Uh, it really depends on um, kind of the ownership of the, how the clubs work. But but corporate's the biggest down in southwest Florida. they got a lot of locations there. Um, Florida in itself is really inundated with boat clubs. I believe there's 40 down there. Uh, Boston's probably got a real big handle on the boating community. They have nine locations in the greater Boston area, which is fantastic. We're kind of modeling after that because it's the same type of population. So you go down to Florida, you can find uh, uh, Freedom Boat Clubs not only on the east coast but on the west coast of the peninsula and probably up in the Panhandle area too. Absolutely. We're pretty much in every city in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. And, again, the privileges of membership. And you say you're going to try and model – uh, maybe the West Coast like that, too. So you have the opportunity to do the same thing if you're traveling up and down the coast. Absolutely. My goal, my personal goal, is to have a, uh, at least four or five locations in San Diego County. Uh, and I know it's the club's goal in general to be from basically the Mexican border all the way up to the Canadian border. And maybe one day international. Uh, definitely to include Hawaii as well. Right. Well, it sounds like a great opportunity to get involved in it, even if you're a novice boater to learn a little bit more about it, or if you're an experienced boater, to get your friends to go on out. And, you know, I know the, the sports fishers, uh, it, it's tremendous opportunity out there to go on out. But, again, a lot of times, uh, you know, you just want to go out with a client or a customer or whatever it is and do something that's a little special 
or the family and to take them on out. So it sounds like it's a great opportunity. It sure is. We're really excited to be here. We're really excited for the expansion. Uh, all our members are excited. And uh, like I said, if anybody wants to stop by the dock party, they'll, uh, they'll understand. Well, let's talk about again, how's the best way to contact you to find out more about what's happening, you know, to find out uh, the availability of boats, what boats you have, to go down and inspect the dock, where you are. Let's uh, go over this again to make sure that people know exactly what to do. Sure. Anytime that anybody can call us at 888-781-7363. The best way to actually see the club would be to check out our Facebook page, Freedom Boat Club uh, on Facebook. We can also go to the website, freedomboatclub.com. We've got a picture of the fleet, uh, kind of a description of the club, and you can see the fleet of really every club in the country that way. All right. Well, Dan, I appreciate you coming aboard, telling us a little bit about the uh, Freedom Boat Club, uh, just a great opportunity, I think, to go out and be your own you know, skipper and to go out and, and chase those tuna. So I want to thank you very much for being with us, and good luck to you. And I look forward to going down there and seeing the boats themselves. Well, thanks, John. I look, thank you for having me here, and I uh, look forward to meeting yourself down there and at, at the club and showing you around and uh, meeting anybody else who listens to the radio show. All right. That's great. Hey, that's uh, Dan Hasbrook. He is the president of the Freedom Boat Club of San Diego. Dan, thanks a lot for being with us. Thanks, guys. All right. Hey, I want to bring him on a little bit early. This is a good friend of mine, and and I hate to start start off on a on a downer, but I, I need to talk with him a little bit, and I want to welcome to the show. He's from About.com, the saltwater fishing part with Tom Gatch. He's he's probably our one of our best experts on fishing. Baja California. I want to welcome Tom to the show. Tom, how you doing, sir? Hey, John. How you been? How you doing? I am doing great and everything like that. Good. You know, before yeah. we start your segment, I, I, I hate to sa- uh, you know, start it on a downer, but a good mutual friend of ours, we were writers for the San Diego Fishermen for many years, and I, yeah. I heard today Catherine Miller told me, you know, that, that Ben Massey passed away. Oh, no. You know, wow. And, I'll tell you, that's a, that is a, that's a blow. I, I, I wasn't aware. You know, Several years ago, I, I got to talk to Ben, and he seemed like he was slowing out a little, slowing down a little bit. But you know, let me tell you, hop along. That was was that the cutting of the teeth on on a good local production for fishermen who really wanted to learn not only about saltwater but freshwater. They had everything. They had the club coverage. They had a coverage of the lakes. We had what Jim Putney's maps. Yeah. We had the late Kevin Minio as a great bass guy as well as a wonderful uh, a wonderful attorney in town and of course Ben let me tell you as you know he was he was stellar he was a stellar dude well I'm sorry to hear that I'm really sorry to hear that but I I appreciate the fact that you could tell me uh that um kind of I kind of a uh, little off <laughs> yeah <laughs> took I me know. a little off guard here I was I was ready to launch into some of the great fishing we got but uh, that, that well, from a personal note I got to tell you uh, anybody in San Diego who is an angler today, or especially if their dad was an angler, uh, they probably were familiar with the San Diego Fisherman paper, and it was a monthly, and it came out. It was, uh, it was I, I don't want to say a, a magazine because it wasn't hardcover, but it was, it was uh, you know, a wonderful compendium of information for both fresh and saltwater anglers. And old Ben Massey, who was working down for the federal government at the time, still had enough time for he. Uh, and his, his cohorts to put together a, a great publication. It inspired so many of us to, to, to get out there and get our lines in the water. 
You're not kidding. You know, for those, again, aren't familiar, uh, uh, back in 1979, three good friends got together, uh, Ben Massey, Bob Cook, and uh, John Wall. Oh, yeah. And they uh-huh. said, hey, let's get this publication together and tell people in Southern California about some of the great fishing opportunities uh, that we had. And it was a freshwater, yeah. saltwater publication. They invited yeah. me to come aboard. They invited you to come aboard. They had a lot of right. other raiders with them. You know, uh, Bob Burgreen, who at that time was just one of the oh, assistant yeah. uh, chiefs uh, for uh, the uh, San Diego Police San Diego Department. Police. Yeah. You know, Ben Massey. Uh, Larry Giles, uh, you know, uh, Bob uh, uh, Bob Dale Dandorf was, uh, yeah. he, you know, he was aboard. A lot of writers over yeah. there. We did cut our teeth on writing and reporting. Yeah. And not only that, San Diego Fishermen had a, a, a great circulation. And I'm still happy to say, actually, the person that kept that hall thing together, and she was like the editor of the publication, Doris Cook, Bob's wife, Doris oh, is yeah. still alive, and she's still doing oh, good. great work with the San Diego uh, fishing community with not only yeah. San Diego Bassmasters, but also I understand she's still involved with the uh, oh, uh, San Diego Council of Bass Clubs. So so we just want to thank uh, Ben for you know giving yeah. us uh, our lift that we had in the sports fishing industry. Yeah. There you indeed, go. indeed. And one of the other people that really was ahead of his time that contributed to that publication was Mr. Jim Putney, who gave us some of the most exquisitely explicit maps to our local reservoirs and watersheds where there were fish to be had. He was out there before we had GPS, before we had a lot of other stuff, and he was regularly putting in that paper stuff. Now, I was more of a saltwater guy. But I know you do a lot of fresh and everything. And but for those people who worked our local waters and in, in, in reservoirs, those those maps of gyms were just invaluable, just invaluable. And they only came to you from the net, only from that publication. You know, uh, luckily Jim is still alive, and I remember those maps were drawn right in this building where Angler's Arsenal is. In fact, the the paper was published in this in this building, and I. Uh, I, I just can't say enough of the fond memories as Jim yeah. is still with us. And, uh, you know, Jim, we want to wish you many, many more years. And the same with you, Doris, too. Hey, listen, uh, we've got to take a break right now, Tom. But uh, I just wanted to bring Good. this to your attention because I know you've prepared right. a lot of great information right. for us. We've got to take a break now. We're going to come back. Good. This is Hopalong and uh, Wendy on Rod and Reel Radio. We'll be back after these messages. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hey, bass fishermen, who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the bass boat program that is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, 
your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for BASSBOAT insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. My angler H2O. Like the mighty flounder, I will keep one eye on the pole and the other watching for rogue waves. I'll save water by taking shorter showers and enthusiastically celebrate talk like a pirate day. Aye. I will chat up the locals before launching in unfamiliar waters. And I will always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. We do want to welcome you back to Rod Real Radio, and, and it is a pleasure to introduce my next guest to you. He is uh, from about uh, about dot com, saltwater fishing with Tom Gatch, and we were reminiscing a little bit about San Diego fishermen. That's where I had a chance to meet Tom, and we've been close friends. Yeah, gee, Tom, now going on since what 1979? I can't, I don't have enough fingers and toes to count how long that's been. That's been a long time. Welcome to the show. Well, I'm glad I could come on to the show, John. I, uh, you know, there's so much that we can we can talk about now. Uh, I've just got to ask you: is it still is it raining up there right now? Yeah, it is. Yeah, we still have uh, weather coming up okay. from the south, and it looks yeah. like at least for the next few hours. But yeah, you people was, I, in uh, looking... L.A., it's coming your way. Oh well, actually, I was looking at the Doppler, and uh, a lot of this stuff is moving up, and I think a lot of this missed us. We got a little bit of some big drops here earlier. It was incredible in Ensenada this morning. It was brilliantly uh, around 6 to 7 a.m. It was like blue skies. It felt like it was going to be like kind of a tropical, uh, semi-humid day. Next thing you know, in the next couple hours, the, the, the clouds start moving in. Uh, we got a couple of drops up here, and then we turned on San Diego TV, and we saw that you guys were just getting drenched. But the big thing is we're all getting drenched in fish. We've got some of the best. <laughs> Listen, some of the best, as you know, yellowtail fishing that we've had along the coast and inshore waters for decades. Down here as well as up there, I hear the reports up there, lots of good calico action. Down here, right alongside of Punta Banda, if you go from the area from maybe where Tres Hermanas is, out a little ways to the point and back a little ways, as well as working those uh, the uh, the pinnacles out there with plastics, about one-inch one inch heads or one-ounce heads, rather, with uh, you know, uh, you can use your choice of either uh, like sardine and anchovy colors, or you can sometimes go with like the browns and the oranges sometimes, and they're going after like juvenile calicos. So some of the big guys will come out for that. But we've been taking calicos of a really high grade. In fact, my buddy Larry Kellerman, or no, actually it wasn't Larry on this particular fact. Larry's been taking some very big ones, but Jay Johnson, who lives down here, actually got one a couple of weeks ago that was nine pounds. They've all just been devouring the plastic. And I know all the action offshore and everything, it's, it's hard to focus on calico sometimes. But I just got to tell you, the calico action down here has been stellar, um, as has been the yellowtail 
fishery. Offshore, you guys know the same story we do. Uh, it's the same thing. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. We've got great bluefin. We've got really a high grade of bluefin, some bigger stuff that people can easily be outgunned with if they, uh, if they don't come out with the right stuff. I mean, it's, this isn't, this isn't a, a bad time if you're going out on one of those boats to, to take your 50- and 60-pound outfits. You know, uh, there's a lot of people getting spooled and broken off right now. Um, because they're running into fish that are a little bigger than the ones they can handle. But <laughs> what a problem to have, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, hey, Tom, you know, we were mentioning earlier that a lot of the landings here, especially on the half-day and the three-quarter-day boats, they're going out packed, but the fishermen are still coming back with a good ratio of fish uh, to fishermen. So it, it's an indication of the great fishermen. How about some of the places you can go out down there, like Los Salinas and Ensenada and... Uh, uh, okay. Some of the other places uh, are are there good opportunities for people that let's say want to come down and stay at Rosarita Beach or want to stay in Ensenada for a little bit of getaway to still get on a boat. Okay, here's my recommendation. Um, if you're interested in in fishing um, the northern part around uh, a little closer, like you, you mentioned Rosarito. Um, you know, there's really no really good place to launch right there. The closest place to the south is La Salina, um, the little marina there. Now, there's a gentleman, Victor Campos, at Campos Sport Fishing. I am at a loss right now for Victor and, Victor and his dad, both Victors, uh, you know, to give you the number. But if you look for uh, Campos, C-A-M-P-O-S, Sport Fishing, Victor Campos, the guy's got a hot little... Uh, action he has up up near Rosarito. He brings down down to La Salina. He'll take you out there through the little the little jetties and, and the little channel there and you can get onto some really nice fish. Now having said that, once you come down um to Ensenada itself, you've got a lot of options. And one of those options that I would not dissuade anybody from thinking about is bringing their own boat. If you have a parker or something, you know, between 19 and 22 feet that you could bring down with you, please don't be feeling scared or averse to it. You will have the best advantage. You can go out of one of my favorite places, with all due respect to the, you know, the cruise port. Uh, this is place is really set up more for people who are traveling fishermen and anglers. Uh, we've got the Corral Hotel with their wonderful marina. You know, you can take your boat down there. You'd launch 25, 20 bucks, something like that for the day. They've got lockers. They've got showers. They've got a fish cleaning station. And, uh, you know, you can just go out there, hit Toto Santos Island or beyond, and you can be into tuna before you even, well, before you know it. And you're into some of the best yellowtail fishing on the coast between Salsa Puedes all the way down past Punta Banda. And, I mean, that's the only where I've been fishing. So I'm sure if you go down past, you know, uh, Puerto Santo Tomas and all that other areas, it's fine. But another thing, going down further down the coast, um, before you get to San Quentin, a big place, a place that's been really popular for years with uh, U.S. anglers that go down there, and a lot of times it was just for bottom fish, but this time of year um, you can get almost anything, white sea bass, etc., yellowtail, and a lot of quality reds and things, is down at um, uh, Erindera, which is Castro's camp. Um, it's before you get down to Colonnette. It's before you get down to San Quentin. And it's a little kind of an interim place below Ensenada that you can go in. You can just look up Castro's camp. I believe they do have a Facebook page. You go further down south, and there's a number of places. You've got a, a guy, an independent guy that's over near Don, uh, Don Eddy's old place. Uh, 
you know, Captain Juan Cook, mm-hmm. and there's Tiburon, there's Pete's Pongas. There's a number of good places. My personal favorite is Kelly's Outfit, K&M Sport Fishing. Reason being, they all offer good service and everything. Kelly's got the Parkers. And when they keep a finger on things and they know when those offshore fish are running, uh, you know, he can get out there before the Pongas can ever get anywhere near it. And they can clean up a lot of times before a saner shows up. And uh, they've been doing really good on the bluefin, by the way. The, wow. the big thing I'm looking for this year, John, is with all this warm water, and, and I mean, I could be off, off kilter on this, but I don't think I am. Just about two miles south of the Entrada at, uh, at San Quentin is Socorro Beach area. And I have a feeling that this year, between, oh, maybe early August and maybe all the way through September, we're going to see an epic bite on those big biscuits, those big white sea bass that, you know, maybe go 40 to 60 pounds. Now, I could be wrong, but this, this, this year has got all of the earmarks of a time when that would occur. And, uh, you know, so I could be wrong, but this is another thing I'd keep an eye on. Um, and there's a number of people who can help you out on that. But once again, I like to go with K&M because they have the Parkers. They've got the guns to take what, it, you know, to get to where you have to go to take what you want to take. You know, Tom, we just scratched the surface. And unfortunately, uh, I've used up a lot of the time that I had dedicated sure. to you. But, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, .com. And and how they people can get to you to access the information you have because you're always on there with tremendous information about fishing uh, northern Baja and and uh, how how you can help them out. Okay, well let me quickly tell you that the first thing is, is my 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 latest report for the Baja fishing synopsis for Baja bound insurance, which is one of your best shots if you're going to go down there to get your vehicle insured or if you work with them before you know they're quality people. Uh, out of San Diego, their Baja Bound insurance site, if you go on there, you will see a link to my Baja fishing prognosis for the entire in, entire per, peninsula, all the way up from, you know, down from the north, all the way up on the other side of the Sea of Cortez. Now, if you want to get a lot of good general information, not just stuff about Baja, but I cover the entire world for the about.com website out of New York. And all you have to do is go onto Google, go about.com, put saltwater fishing. Click that, and you're on. You'll be able to find plenty of stuff about Baja, plenty of stuff about California. But I've covered things like Christmas Island, fly fishing, the Seychelles, and a lot of stuff on the East Coast. So I'd invite anyone who is interested in fishing in general to come on board and look at that, too. So anyway, got to get you. I keep telling you, every time I talk to you, get you and Vicky down here. Got to get you here, really. we got to create some new uh, headlines ourselves, Tom. Tom Gatch from uh, about.com, uh, saltwater fishing with Tom Gatch. Tom, thanks for taking some on. We're going to get you on so we can talk a little bit more about this. But I do appreciate you giving up some of your Sunday night to be with us. Oh, it's a pleasure, John. Talk to you soon. All right. Hey, Wendy. All right. Boy, that, that's it. You know, just not enough to talk about, uh, you know, not enough time to talk about everything that, that needs to be talked about and covered. Yep, you know, it, two hours goes by quickly. So as soon as this is done, I'm going to go make some bluefin pokey. Oh, man. And I got a feeling it's fresh. It's not frozen. Nope, it's fresh as can be. <laughs> All right. That's Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, thanks a lot. Also, on behalf of Stan Vandenberg, you're listening to Rod Real Radio on AM540 or rodreelradio.com. We want to thank JR. 
our AM540 uh, engineer and producer. Also, Ben Harvey that's here in uh, San Diego and also in memory of Big Tuna Bill, one of the guys that uh, just helped get us all started here. Bill, thank you very much for this great legacy that you've left us. So, everyone, you have a great week of fishing. Come on back here to Ron Real Radio next Sunday night at 5.05. Find out what's happening. Get the inside scoop. But yeah, hear from Stan Vandenberg. Let's see what happened to him when he was out on the Top Gun 80. So on behalf of the entire group, you have a great weekend. Stay safe. We look forward to seeing you on the water. We're out for now.